The Secrets of Disney is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Ladies and gentlemen. What's there, Mama? 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. How do you do? How do you do what? Show me the smile. If you can't say something nice... Don't say nothing at all. Very nice. You can sit by me. Everything's so wonderful. Come on, get up. Come on, get up. Where are we going? Up to Neverland. You must kiss me. Excuse me? Please, princess. One kiss. Unless you beg for more. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Disney a podcast about all things Disney and mostly theme parks. I feel like Sam Eagle. And my name is Deborah <laughs> Shaven and joining me is Sherry Tomamoto. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the invisible crowd shouting hello back to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah, kind of in a... Your, cup your mouth and go... <sighs> <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Oh. I feel. I guess I feel like in a goofy mood tonight, um, which is <laughs> good. Awesome. This will make a fun yeah. podcast if I can, you know, not slur my words. So it'll be fun. I'm not <laughs> drinking. I'm just um, very giddy today. So it's all good. That's a good thing. It's a good it thing. Is, it's it's very good. So we're gonna to do two. Um, well, one and a half topics today, and we're going to finish up. Uh, there's a couple things from our last episode we didn't get to uh, because of time, which is a couple more announcements for uh, the reimagining of Epcot. And then we want to give you our review of Mickey's Not So Scary, because I know you're wondering what costumes Sherry and I decided to dress up as um, for Mickey's Not So Scary. Ooh. But I know. I know you're waiting for it. It's, right, it's going right. to be epic. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, first and foremost, we wanted to finish up a couple things that we didn't even mention on the last podcast that were kind of important. I'm I'm not going to lie. Like one of the attractions that I, I know Sherry was looking forward to, I don't think she mentioned, and I, I can't remember her mentioning. If she did, did well, guess what? She's going to talk about it again, which is uh, the new uh, moana themed attraction yeah i i am excited about that and not just because it's about hawaii or you know hawaiian themed uh it's it's a water play kind of area i i don't know that they're actually going to allow kids to play in it uh deborah will talk about another place that they're coming up with specifically for that the moana is going to be more like an interactive water exhibit i guess there's not specific details yet disney doesn't want to share all their uh secrets ever until it's opened uh, we found out that if anybody even looks at or takes pictures of anything being built uh while it's being built on property they'll get fired a cast member will get fired like right on the spot so secret secret everywhere so that when they're ready to open it, everybody can go, ooh, ah, oh, wow, you're geniuses. Uh, so we don't know all the details. However, my guess is that they'll have neat things where water is shoot, like shoots out. You'll, you'll walk someplace and water will shoot out over you or you'll go and then maybe there'll be water and then images will come up in the water that you can kind of interact with which would be really neat. Maybe similar to uh, Talk with Crush, except Moana not just theme. in a, yeah, in a <laughs> Moana theme. Uh, different things like that, where it'll have, you know, more interaction than, you know, just a display. I, I hope that there'll be something that is kind of like a water show, where... Oh, yeah. They'll have music, like music will just start like, oh my gosh, what, you're walking and then music will just start and you're <laughs> like, what is that? What is that? And you stop and watch and then they'll have a water show, a mini water show right in the Moana area with, cool. yeah, maybe some characters that pop up here and there, uh, things like that. So 
there's oh, like a paragraph. Oh, no, I was going to say there's a paragraph I'm reading, and this is literally all the information I can find on it. Um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it says it will be featuring the journey of water in a first ever attraction inspired by the film Moana. The new experience will let guests interact with magical living water in a walkthrough exploration trail type setting. So that's, and then there's some rendering, some art rendering, and it looks like the the heart of Tafiti, mm. um, in in some waterfalls. So we'll see. Yeah, it's we'll hard. See. And you know, I should I, be hired as an Imagineer for all those ideas <laughs> that I just shared. Yeah, exactly. That's what- <laughs> well, and, and we were joking last week when we were talking about some of this stuff, and we're like, okay, so there's already kind of a weird um, 1980s water interactive thing that I don't know if it's still working. I assume it is um, over at um, Imagination. Journey to your imagination. I have not seen it shoot water or have hopping water in. I want to say this last trip we went on, I yeah. didn't see it. But I mean, all the all those areas don't you don't you remember all those areas that had water in it? They were dry, right? It was oh, rocks. Yeah. So we're wondering if they're getting ready to. It it would not break my heart to demolish <laughs> imagination or or that portion of or reimagine it because I could almost see them taking out that theater which used to be um honey i shrunk the kids and it used to be captain eo and like the 3d mm. movie stuff movie. and then making that moana with and then reincorporating the the jumping waterfalls and you know that over there that'd be interesting i don't it wouldn't fit in with the yes. imagination ride it would fit in better over obviously in um the living seas but you know who knows we'll see we, it's what, one they, of those... what they do yeah and and so sherry alluded to Another thing, um, so they, after, I guess, the millennium, after 1999, um, they, uh, there was a pavilion there um, next to um, Ellen's Energy Adventure in Mission Space, which was uh, the Wonders of Life Pavilion. And it gradually, over the years, stopped being anything of interest to anybody there used to be like the body wars ride in there there used to be a ride in there that kind of had a little cult following among um disney uh disney fans which was cranium command loved that ride loved it wasn't a ride it, it was a show no, wait, loved was it. it cranium where was cranium oh yeah it was for about you reason, go no no for some reason i thought cranium was where monsters inc is now but that's wrong that's just That's wrong. wrong. Sorry, people. Yeah. I was just confused. It's been a long and time. It, I love Cranium. That was like the cutest little show. It was It was a show <laughs> where you went into a teenage boy's brain, which is frightening enough. And, um, <laughs> and you... And Buzzy was piloting this teenage boy's brain. And Buzzy was like, you know, trying to make it through um, the day with all of his systems intact. And it was just cute and very funny and a lot of jokes that children would love, but also a lot of jokes that adults got more. And right. I think that was part of its charm was like, and there's still stuff I quote out of the pre-show. <laughs> like, um, the, so, so uh, the the premise is that Buzzy's a recruit and there's a general, like a, a commander in charge. And he's like explaining you know, the scientist and he's like, if brains were dynamite, he couldn't blow his nose. And so I'll say stuff like that. And people look at me funny. And <laughs> anyway, but it, it shut down many great. years ago. Yeah. And then they used it for convention space. And now it's just, it's being refurbished. So it's being refurbished into what they call played Disney um, interactive pavilion. And that's where I, we think, there's going to be um, like they they're demolishing where the characters meet at Epcot, like in the World Showcase or or um, not World Showcase in um, Future World, and I think that's it could be potentially where they're putting them. But there's also going to be like interactive children's play areas and and some fun stuff to get out of the heat with your little ones, and and that'll be opening sometime I think next year. Yeah, at- I think. It's about time they add something like that into Epcot. They have that one little kitty area mm-hmm. uh, as you walk from Spaceship Earth over the bridge to World Showcase. Yes, that it's a, it's it's tiny, 
I, I don't I don't even know how big it is. You can probably as an adult, you can walk across it in maybe like six steps. And and it shoots water up out of the ground and kids love it. But that's and, it. It's tiny. And right. so to have a bigger play area, uh, as Deborah described, with probably water play, hopefully some climbing, uh, it would be a great release for the kids so they don't get go nuts. Because I'm sorry, Epcot, there's not much in that kind of way for the kids. There's the kids spots, which are pretty neat. You know, that mm-hmm. go around World Showcase with activities for all the kids. But kids sometimes need to run around. Right. And, and we've... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to... I was going to hearken back to the days when I would be, like, giving guest service at Disney. And, I, you know, when I was working at a front desk at one of the hotels. And um, and I'd ask the guests, hey, are you going to Epcot? You know, and it's part of your plan. And they're like, no, Epcot is boring. <laughs> There's nothing for my kids to do there, which is a shame right. because I, I love Epcot and I always have. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it's nice to have something that might be a little more interactive and not so scholarly, I guess, for the kids, uh, you know, don't force well, me to we learn need anything. A balance. You need a yeah. balance, but it definitely needs that. The kid spots kind of give that little kid activity, you know, around the country and they can learn a little bit. but. I have two boys and some of our favorite parks were where they could just go in to like this huge area. We're not going to name the names of these parks yeah, because they're taboo on this <laughs> podcast, but they would like, it was a huge water play area. And then like beyond the water play area, there were these, uh, you know, those balls that, uh, I don't want to say they're like the ones where you, the big ball pits. Oh, yeah. Because they were a little softer than that because uh-huh. you could like shoot them at each other. They have air guns and stuff. And oh, it was yeah. so much fun. And our kids would just like go crazy. And it was also great for the parents because it was a safe place where you could rest. You know, there were benches all the way around the side or whatever. And you could rest while your kids went nuts. And then when they got tired enough, you could kind of then walk around the rest of the park and they wouldn't be like running around like nutcases. <laughs> that so, doesn't happen. That never happens yeah, with your right. kids. <laughs> that was so, I it don't was believe great. you. <laughs> it, was, it, it was wonderful, though, that water play area and, and the other thing. Now, the only thing was that you either have to plan to bring extra clothes or quick dry clothes, right? Or something of like a, bring a swimwear and then your regular clothes to change into, because I'm sorry, there's no dryer, right? Well, um, actually, I remember, you know what? I, I was gonna say in that what? particular theme park, and I know which one you're talking about yep. now. Yep. Um, yep. they do have and some around many of their because their water rides get you drenched. They do have Super, full yeah. full size body dryers, um, or they did the last Don't time I was there. Don't you have to pay for was, it though? Yeah, you have to pay for it, but still, because um, yeah. I tried it out one time, and it like um, the the place that <laughs> shall be not, not be named um, has a really epic water ride that's like um, one of those flume water log rides, and that thing yeah. always gets you so cute. T- yeah. Oh yeah, and so I tried it next to that one time. Um, so yeah, they they have ways. And then I I went with a family, um, and this was like the the mother and her two like eight year old and ten year old children, and she had like twelve pairs of clothes for them. And every water ride, she'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, let's get dressed up and into our suits." And then and then after the water ride, she's like, "Okay, let's put our regular clothes back on." And I'm like. Oh my, we're going to be, yeah, it was like, are we going to change clothes 12 times today? Cause I, I hate to tell you this, but you how know, does she carry all that? Her wow. backpack was massive. Huge. <laughs> but it, it, was, it got annoying after a while. I'm like, could, could we just leave on one set of clothes? Sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Bless her. Bless her heart. Um, <laughs> as they say in the South. But, you know, she was just okay, very. Back to Epcot. Back, back, to, back Epcot. to Epcot. Because, you know, yes, that's one thing that. 
um, you can find two of those pl- places, and I, I um, with the water there, and one of them is the one you described, mm-hmm. which is the little bridge that links uh, World Showcase with um, with uh, Future World. But there's also a mini one that sometimes is on, and sometimes it isn't, and it wasn't on the last time we passed it in front of Test Track. Mm-hmm. And then they had that little oh right. Right. And they have a playground there, and they also have a playground over on the bridge over between Canada and um, Imagination in that big um, clear space. So there's some play areas, and there's no shade in those areas. So, you, you, you know, you go over there and you're like, you know, 12, 12 degree burnt or whatever, you know. <laughs> so not that that's a thing. You're, you know, blistering your skin off. But anyway. Yeah. And they're not that big. They're not. No. The play areas are not. They're meant for little, little kids, like toddlers and mm -hmm, toddlers and maybe preschool age. They're not meant for um, bigger kids, but that's, you know, bigger kids probably wouldn't want to do that anyway. They might be more interested in the water interactive areas, but anyway, that's, so that's something that might be coming to the play pavilion. And then there was one thing I wanted to revisit and it was just something. So I was listening to a different Disney podcast and I, you know, I like ours better because we're more positive and they were talking about, <laughs> um, the, the, the funny thing is, is like this podcast and I won't name it. Um, what they're always like, Oh, it's doomed. It's going to fail. And so I, it's always kind of, you take it with a grain of salt, but they always have oh, such Lord. interesting, I know, interesting, um, things there saying about the restaurants and they were talking about space uh 220 and they're oh we're excited we are giving it a 60 percent chance that it'll succeed and (laughs) and so the 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 uh, gentleman who was talking about why he thinks it's going to fail was saying you know this is their testing ground for when they open up the new star wars hotel is they're tr- they're trying out the concept first at Epcot of the idea of being surrounded in space and seeing how well it'll work first at Epcot in this small scale before they do it in full scale for the new Disney World or uh, Star Tours hotel coming soon. I disagree because that thing is being built already. True, but maybe they're trying to get the tech right so that it'll. Oh right, right, right. right. Like right. it's a it's like possible. okay, it's possible. And I thought, oh, that's very interesting. I never thought of it that way. So, um, but again, we don't know very many other details about it yet. So coming soon, um, space 220. Can't we're wait excited. to get it. And, and here's the thing that they're like, we'll never get a seat in there. Cause you know, it'll be like the untouchable reservation system. You have to get up at six in the morning and be the first 10 callers, you know, 120 days out. And, <laughs> but it, you it'll know, be like- I tried to do that once for beauty and the beast. Yeah. I try just like our fast passes. I tried to stay up, and yeah. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get these reservations at Beauty and the Beast." And 120 days out, I still couldn't get it. Oh well, can I, I tell like you I, a little sideline, a little Deborah history? So 20 years ago, and I literally think it was 20 years ago, I was working for Disney uh, Disney um, reservations, and. Not that I ever worked very much in the morning. I was more of a, you know, afternoon kind of person. But there's a couple times where I worked immediately when the, the call center opened. And yeah, the first hour when the call center opened, and this is back before, you know, computers, um, before you could do this all online, that, you know, the first hour's worth of calls were people getting um, Cinderella Castle reservations reservations and literally within that was an hour. At the time. yeah yeah for for and i think it was 60 days out back then so it was like literally the time frame from the date they were trying to get you know at 8 a.m they were like you know trying to win a contest like are you getting cinderella <laughs> castle and and we are going to revisit this topic um again because sherry and i were talking about um why is um why is it harder and harder to be spontaneous in theme parks uh, or in all tourist locations, not just theme parks, but we're going to leave that for another show. Yeah. Cause you, I, you I have to plan that... it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I said it's like, you have to plan your Disney vacation to the nth degree. It seems anymore. You can't really yes. go out and just spontaneously like, Hey, I want to go eat in the castle. No, that won't work. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you anyway. can, but you have to wait three hours. 
Maybe. They might even you just know? tell you, we can't accommodate you today. But mm-hmm. you might also be like, oh, yeah, right. wait here, 20 minutes. But yeah. anyway, another time we will we'll broach we'll that, that topic from a not only a Disney perspective, but a very worldwide um, tourism. Tourist. Yeah. But anyway, um, we want to change gears real quick to talk about um, revisit something we did uh, in September, which is we went to Mickey's Not So Scary. And not only did we go once, we actually went twice. <laughs> we had, you know, yes. science, science, it's for science. Yeah, um, well, we'll explain it. We'll explain it. Yeah. Why uh, we did that. So we also need to explain that we had, um, the first time we went, we, not just Sherry and I, but we had a, a couple mutual friends um, joining us. So, um, and one of them, um, she is, uh, she makes up the, the costume concept. So I have to mention her. Um, <laughs> because we had decided, originally I was going to be like, I had a little bat dress and I was going to be a bat. I was going to dress up as a bat. Because everybody dresses up in costumes. Well, not everybody, but a good chunk of people will wear costumes to Mickey's Not So Scary. It's and part it, of the fun. It really it is. is. It is. And and to see what everybody chose. And, and there's yes. some really creative people out there. There's some really crazy cosplay people out there who are like, they're, they're costume full de- on. Yeah, full on like Disney cosplay. Um, and, you know, so it was fun to see. And it was also fun to see if you chose a Disney theme if other people chose the same Disney theme and how they did their costumes. Um, yes, which happened to us. Yes, it did many times. And so, Sherry, you want to tell them what we decided to be? Sure. So we went online and there were three of us uh, that ended up going to dress t- together as a theme. And we looked at a bunch of different trios, but what we actually decided on were the character emotions from the movie Inside Out. So I was Joy, Deborah was Disgust, and our other friend was Anger. Yeah. And it- we all pretty much made our own costumes in however we could find the pieces, you know, in our closets or we did go online. I am not a dress person, but I ended up buying a yellow dress for to be joy and you know what surprised me was i actually found that dress kind of comfortable so i ended up buying another color (laughs) yeah sherry is not a dress person but that dress was so cute on her and she did look really good she had she looked a lot a lot like joy so it was it was really cute um i made my own costume so i actually i can't take the credit all the way my mother made my costume (laughs) Well, you should rewind and say you tried to get a dress and the place, the sizing was just wrong. Like, yeah, I, so I went on Amazon. I'm like, I need a green, like a skater's dress. I need a green skater's dress. So I found one on Walmart of all places. And it was, you know, and I knew I couldn't spend more than 20 bucks on this dress with shipping. So it was either Amazon or, or, you know, and it was, plus it was like, I'm only going to wear this once. I don't want to spend an, a fortune on it. And so I found a little skater's dress and it was like, okay, this looks like it has my size. And um, so when I got it in the mail, I'm like, was this kid sizing? I couldn't even put it past my shoulders. I couldn't almost put it over my head. And it was ridiculously small uh, to the point where I took it downstairs to my very ultra thin neighbor and it fit her perfectly (laughs) like (laughs) wow this is yeah and so um we had i'd gone on youtube the bastion of all places you learn to you know do it yourself and found somebody who had um made a circle skirt without sewing it and um and uh you know and i ended up um making a costume and Um, it looked great it it did it looked fantastic and so i was supposed to put puffy paint on it on the the skirt but my mom was like i just spent a weekend sewing the skirt for you you are not covering it in puffy paint (laughs) (laughs) and so i didn't i didn't put the little designs in it um that my top did but um my mom was like she was kind of 
for no, for no yeah for the <laughs> I uh, will disown con- you right she was <laughs> like I'd like you to use that again for like you know and it's Kelly Green so yeah okay um St Patrick's Day maybe you know it's a really green uh fluffy skirt so we'll see but it it turned out really good and um for last minute um measuring and and um using the internet to make a circle skirt but and then i painted my hair green and um i also had um like purple highlights for like a scarf and shoes and stuff like that so it was really cute and then um my our other friend um she has uh darker hair and it's longer and we put it up in a ponytail and spray painted it red and she um, wore um, old man pants is what she called them <laughs> that she found at the Goodwill and a, and a tie and it was really cute she looked really cute yes it was I thought we all did a really good job and then as we were walking we ran into this family who had dressed up as the same characters so we stopped them and took a picture with them yeah yep. so it's it's just one of the fun things you do at the Mickey's Not So Scary is to dress up and then see all the other different costumes uh which is just so much fun it is it it is a lot of fun and i you know and i can't think of i think that's one of the things that i enjoyed mostly about our trip in general and not just what mickey's is so here's the other thing that and i i commented um several times to sherry about it is not only do people dress up for halloween now they wear specialty t-shirts to the theme parks whether it's like, you know, the Jones family, you know, Disney vacation and everybody's wearing the same T-shirt. But then there's a lot of really uh, interesting Disney themed T-shirts that people are wearing. Like I had um, Disney themed T-shirts that I had picked out for almost every day. Yes, <laughs> you did. <laughs> that was great. Like I had a Mulan T-shirt for when we went to the studios because that's actually pieces of the, of the Disney movie Milan were drawn at Disney Hollywood Studios so that was my homage to Disney Hollywood Studios and then I had a it's a great big beautiful tomorrow t-shirt carousel for Ma- for carousel progress at the Magic Kingdom and did I have an I can't remember if I had another one I had a a little turtle one that I wore to Epcot that wasn't really Disney yes. but but it was cute um yes so that you know it's fun to see all the fun t-shirts and clever t-shirts and like cute t-shirts and and how everybody dresses up now to go to disney in fact there's in may and i think in november there's also something called dapper days and mm-hmm. you, have you ever heard of this is people i think so but go ahead and talk to yeah the, guess yeah. about it dapper days is like a saturday where everybody dresses up and i want to say 1920s style clothing like you're you're gonna or night you know the like um or nineteen thirties it's like very like lots of little canes and top hats and you know button down shirts and and um those shoes what are those shoes called um I want to say saddle shoes that's what women but that's I don't not, have any idea <laughs> like wingtip shoes I know what you're talking about yeah no, it's like the dapper dance like the dapper dance and then the so women the dapper- are wearing yeah and the women are wearing like 1940s haircut or hairstyles and Styles. and um like you know those those cute 1940s dresses and you know high heeled shoes and hats and it's adorable and so, so that's for, for it's become a big deal so for people who don't know the dapper dance are a quartet barbershop oh sorry yes thank you a barbershop quartet that performs on main street at the magic kingdom i think they have maybe like four shows every morning Mm -hmm. and it says in the program guide when they're out there and a lot of the trips i make a special like attempt to go watch them at least once so i'll look up the time and i'll go and they just stand on main street and sing uh barbershop quartet style uh just as an aside if you get invited to sing with them or if you approach them afterwards and sing a song with them they give you a special card that is like honorary dapper dan member or something like that oh that's fun and so I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, no, um, on a a side, and I didn't see it when we went to Mickey's Not So Scary, but in the past, Mm -hmm. 
they actually dress them up as cadaver dans. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and they uh, yeah. they do the same thing. They do barbershop, but they do more spooky songs. Like okay. you know, they'll do um, grim, grim grinning ghosts, and they'll do yeah. um, you know more Halloweenish songs. Um, and it, it, they yeah. used to do a show at Diamond Horseshoe a long time ago when they were the cadaver dance. But okay, I so so also just to let people know, because we keep mentioning this thing called Mickey's Not So Scary event. And I think we might have talked about it in a previous podcast, but just to refresh people's memories, it's a special evening event. You do have to buy a special ticket uh, for extra cost, depending on the day. It has a different value. On Halloween, it's the most expensive. Uh, you can come in at about four o'clock to get your wristband. I think they close the park about six, seven, six o'clock. Okay, they shoo all the, the day guests out at six. If you don't have a ticket, they're like... So sad. Bye bye. -bye. Yeah. (laughs) Bye bye. Um, Have a Disney day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And then everybody else comes in and it's a Halloween party. There's Halloween treats. They set up trick or treating stations, uh, which you just get in line and they have these big barrels of candy. Uh, They have special additions to some of the rides to make it a little more festive for the Halloween. Like at Pirates of the Caribbean, they had real people standing in certain places in the ride, like talking to the guests or making comments versus the regular ride just has the animatronics. And they're just so like a, pirates, just yes. so you know. <laughs> yes. yes. And so they're just like pirates. Uh, and so it's actually a really funny event. I remember going to it uh, on previous occasions. This trip, though, I did not enjoy it as much. Yeah. Because it was so crowded. crowded. We went to one of the first ones and we thought, oh, it's not going to be a big deal because, you know, it'll be a pretty nice because it's too far in advance of Halloween. No, it was crowded. You couldn't walk without bumping into people. And so the reason Deborah and I went a second time was we were actually hoping, okay, if we try again. So the first day we went, I think, was on a Friday. Yeah, it was. The second day we went was a Tuesday. So we thought, oh, it's a weekday. It'll be less crowded. No, I felt it was just as bad, if not possibly Mm -hmm. worse. Mm -hmm. When we got off a barnstormer, we couldn't move. We couldn't walk through the crowd to get to the next thing. Yeah, there, there's there been a lot of controversy lately about whether um, they're overselling this particular event because it, they said, oh, it used to be, you know, and I, I have 20 years worth of Disney not so scary, you know, Mickey's not so scary um, event participation. And I got to say that, yeah, it's, it's getting increasingly more crowded um, every year, it seems. And, uh, you know, and so a lot of people are like, well, they should limit the tickets so that everybody's a little more um, happy happy enjoyable you can enjoy it well and here's the other thing too and it always this always gets me because i'm like if i'm paying a hundred and some dollars to go to this event i'm gonna go from the time it starts to the time it finishes and i'm not gonna leave early and i know if you have kids you you know you you gotta do what the kids gotta do but you know after the fireworks at 10 o'clock like people just start leaving and it's kind of more just adults in there, but it's still crowded, <laughs> but, it's still that, it, but it's like, Oh, you're, you're all leaving. It's 10 o'clock. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's still two more hours. You know how many rides you could get on in two hours? Except really what comes out of our mouth is bye-bye. Bye-bye. Make, good, making good, more good, space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel how spacious it is in here yes. now. But, but it was crazy. It was crazy. So, anyway, it you know, it could be worth it. I was telling my husband that if we lived in Florida, I wouldn't mind going. This year they had basically kind of like a Mickey's Not-So-Scary annual pass where you could pay a flat fee and go in as many times as you wanted. And I told him that if we lived there, I might have bought one of them because then it wouldn't have felt... I wouldn't have felt the need to like get everything in in that one night, you know. Right. Uh so it maybe it would have been more enjoyable, but because we, I mean, I'm glad we went to because we were able to do things that 
And the second night, we could not do the first night mm-hmm. just because of time and the crowd and the crazy. Uh, so it was good, but then that meant we had to pay twice. And if we'd only gone once, I would, I really would have been sad with how much we, we would not have been able to accomplish in that first night. Right. Well, you know, and, and to be fair, and I, and I'm, I had, I had an off night the first night and I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it there. There was a lot of weird things going on that night. And like the, the only thing I wanted was this, this um, specialty cake. Um, yes. That was sad. That was, <laughs> that was really sad. sad. And so I went and bought this specialty cake, which was um, a little tiny two tiered um, wedding cake. That's haunted mansion themed, had a little hatchet on the top. And I, and, um, I, for a series of misadventures, I was not able to eat my cake that I bought and, um, and it made me really sad. And so, yep. uh, I was like, <laughs> I'm glad we got to go the second time. Cause I finally got to eat the cake and, um, take pictures yes. of it. And yes. it was a beautiful cake. It was probably more beautiful to look at than to eat, but it was still all right. <laughs> It was worth it. It, it was, was worth, worth it. it. Yeah. So I had um a better time, I think, it, when you and I went by ourselves than, you know, yes. a large group of... It is really hard to navigate the park with a lot of people. It just yes. is. So, and, you know, the thing is, is I don't remember it being like that before. You know, I remember going with our group before. I remember going with you and our friends that are from Florida. And we all went together. And I remember it being such a happy, positive, fun time. And this time, it was just like, oh, my God, like, we we got it. How do we get, you know? And it Parse was so the crowd, different. God. Yeah. And, yeah, let, us, let us go down the middle of wherever Please, we need to get. right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it rained that night. It was hot and sticky before it rained. And it was just... It was it was amazingly um, crowded still, even after it, you know, the rain happened right around the fireworks time and still a lot of people. Now, now if you don't care about going to the not so scary during the day before the not so scary, the park was empty. It was basically empty. So we had a really good day going on all the rides and enjoying ourselves that way. And I was thinking, oh, gosh, okay. Maybe it's true because it's a weekday, there'll be less people. No, no. They just waited until not so scary to come in. And then it was like crazy, heck up busy. Yeah. Yeah, And it was like, what? So, I mean, we did end up with a lot of candy. Oh, I should add. So there is, if you have allergies, there is an option for that. And they'll give you a teal bag if you tell them you have allergies. And when you go to the candy stations, They'll give you tokens instead of the chocolate candies or whatever, nuts. And there, I think there were two places in the park that you could Mm -hmm. go to trade in your tokens for uh, allergy-free candies. Or, you know, they separate the different treats so that you can say, oh, I have a nut allergy or, oh, I'm gluten-free or whatever it is that you have allergies for I have no allergies in that regard but I decided to try it just to see what it was like it did not matter how many tokens you had they just took the tokens from you and said what kind of allergy and I chose to say the first time that I had a nut allergy and they were like okay and they just grabbed another bag and handed it to me so they had pre-filled those bags the second time I can't remember what I said, but they ended up going to the back and they had these little bins and they just grabbed a bunch from the back and then tossed it in a bag and gave it to me. So whether I had 10 coins or two coins, I would have gotten the same amount of treats. And and yeah. just um, a couple treats that they did have. Um, one, I think that I remember mostly uh, was the um, yogurt pouch or yogurt pouch, not yogurt, um, applesauce pouches, like the go-go pouches yeah, go go squeeze go go yep. squeeze yes and those are, those are i always love those anyway and they yeah. had um <laughs> like gummy bears or gummies gummies yeah. and they also had a couple of like um 
uh, like gluten-free things like gluten-free bars or, mm-hmm. or um, like, uh, what is that? It's a company called, I can see the wrapper good. And it's like this yeah. turquoise wrapper. And they had a couple of those bars that I could see. And then they also yeah. had some non-food items. Like um, I want to say they had some tattoos or some stickers or something oh, yeah, like a bookmark. that. They had a bookmark. Yeah. A bookmark. That's right. And um, so, so if you, you're like, none of that, I don't want any of that. Then here, have this handy dandy Disney bookmark. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. Yeah. Read. <laughs> so it, it is, there are options and you know, you can get a load of candy, which is great. And we did that. Uh-huh. Uh, these other snacks that we're talking about, the gummies and stuff. Uh, there were a ton that, that I got that my kids love them those kinds of snacks so you could go either way i think you can win either way and it's just a lot of fun yeah uh to do it Mm -hmm. i i mean i as much as i we complained about the crowds and you know all that i still we had a really good time and like for some for some of the specialty things i think it was worth it and like the specialty cakes you had one of the better drinks that we had. Um, yes, at, the you, apple cider slushy. It was an apple cider slushy, and it was so. Oh my good. god, I'm still dreaming about it. <laughs> it was, I, it was very like, refreshing. Please, please <laughs> give it back. Please make it a regular thing because I I want it again. And any uh, seriously, if they had it on the regular menu, it would be up there with my funnel cake. Yeah, it was. Which is good. is that's the top. It every time I go to Disney. I gotta get a funnel cake. I have to, mm-hmm. not a question. And this is one of those things that anytime I went to that park that had it, I would get one, maybe two. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, they had some, so they always have specialty treats and sometimes they'll bring back ones that were very popular the year before. And sometimes they'll bring in new stuff to try out. And we only tried a few things. Um, I yeah. noticed the stuff I had in 2018, there's some things that they, didn't bring back um but there are things that they did bring back like they had a maleficent cone which was like mm-hmm. lime um soft serve ice cream and a chocolate cone with like cho- you know chocolate ears and it was really good and they brought that back this year and then um you had you your like, peter pan float yeah oh but that's available all the time you can get that oh, any time right, of day right. and the that funny really thing good. the funny thing about the peter pan float was that um and I think this was one of those misadventures as I was running to get in line for that. And I was just about to step in line because I'm like, oh, it's not that long. Twelve people. I kid you not. Twelve people stepped in front of me at the same Ooh. time. And I was like, <laughs> you're kidding me. right?" <laughs> and I was like, I had a little mini hissy fit at that point. I'm not going to lie. I had a little meltdown, a little adult meltdown where I was like, <laughs> I don't want one. And yes, I do. And, and, um, and it was, I was like, I got it and it just didn't, it, it was not as satisfying because I was just kind of still pouting. <laughs> it was, it was well, one of those. Um, that and, just means you have to go back and get it again. And I will be going back. So I'm like, yay. Um, there's a lot of stuff we didn't get this time that I'm like, oh, we missed that treat. There's so much food at Disney yes. to try. That you yeah. cannot try it all. I know um, on, if you ever go on YouTube, there's um, Delish, you know, the, the channel Delish. And so they have this girl who goes to all of the Disney theme parks and she tries all of the food. And it's funny. Some of it's really, it's really crazy. Fun. It I can't crazy. watch it. I cannot watch it. She's crazy. <laughs> and I get sick watching her. I'm like, no, that is not possible that's that should not be humanly possible to do that now i don't actually think she eats the whole thing no but still to to try all those different foods all in one day just does not seem enjoyable and she's she is very in my opinion she's very average or skinny body type so i'm like where are you putting that food because (laughs) and and she's very human so she'll spill it on herself so she'll have stains and by the time she's done she's like sweaty and stained and (laughs) Yeah. And then feels disgusting, and I'm like, yep. yeah. <laughs> but if you have a, ch- yeah. a chance, to, I, maybe I'll I'll put it in the show notes. Like um, one of my favorite ones where I was laughing throughout because she was she was just so miserable. But anyway, <laughs> she, um, you know, so you can't physically eat all the things that they offer at this party, and you can't 
you know, you can't really go on all the rides that they have available. But I got to say, one of the harder ones to get on, but one of the more satisfying ones to get on for rides was they did Space Mountain entirely in the dark. And so that there was, was really fun. There was no lights on at all. It was pitch black. So, yeah. you know, I know that right inside and out, but there's still those elements of surprise that I'm like, I'm going to die. And because, <laughs> yeah, you you know, you feel it differently when you can't see any of it. And yeah, yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. It was worth go, like waiting for mm-hmm. that ride. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, so it was it was good. Um, yeah. The parade is still amazing. Love the parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the music for the parade. The fireworks show also with the new, um, what is it called? The LCD or what? Not LCD, yeah. but the projections on the castle. Mm-hmm. That's really neat too. We didn't watch the stage show, the Hocus Pocus stage I show. I have really. in the in the past I have watched the yeah. whole thing in the past and okay so there's two things that I'm like I well actually yeah two and a half things that I can be like yes been there done that got the t-shirt I don't need to watch it one of them is the fireworks mm-hmm. for and I'm like the second time we went I'm like I don't really need to watch the fireworks thanks yeah and then yeah. the second one was Hocus Pocus because I already saw yeah. the stage show once and I'm not a fan of Hocus Pocus I think I mentioned it last time and when we talked about this and some people are, and that's fine. And then the other half thing that I could almost get away with not watching is the parade, believe it or not. Um, I really? like the Yeah, I like the parade, but it hasn't changed much in the last couple of years. So it's mm. just like, oh, yeah, oh, there's here's my favorite See, that's part. because you've seen it so much. I know. You can have too much of a good thing sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, The last time I saw it was, gosh, I don't even know, eight years ago? That's a long time ago. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Well, and you know, something that happened um, while we were watching the parade um, this mm-hmm. last time. So there's a, a point where they have a baton twirling a taffeta and the, the girls from um, Candy Crush. And they're all like oh, right. doing their baton twirling. And I was like looking at it. I know somebody who's really into that at at the University of Nebraska. He does research on it, believe it or not. And because he's a male baton twirler. And um, so I went back and I said, oh, hey, Trenton, guess what? You know, they had this female baton twiller and this is what she did. And she was really good. Oh, I know her. Her name is blah, blah, blah. She's really good. Yeah. I was like, oh, (laughs) funny. And small world. It is. It's a small baton twirling world, apparently. And uh, (laughs) yeah, but it was it's stuff like that that I'm like, oh, I didn't notice that before. That's really that takes a lot of talent to do that, especially, you know, every night. And it's so in sync and batons are hard to get into sync. and. Yeah, yes. it was really good. So yeah. I, I liked, I like, I love the shovels on the ground. Oh, I like, yeah. like the, um, I don't even know her name. The the woman from the Haunted Mansion. How uh, Constance. She was floating. Yeah, Constance. Right? The bride. Is that Constance? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Constance Kate. So mm-hmm. how she was floating. I liked, I liked all of that. It's yeah. just, it's so much fun. The baton twirler. Yeah. But again, I like it because I haven't seen it for <laughs> how many years, and Deborah's seen it multiple times. Multiple times, yeah. Yeah. But I still, so. I still enjoy it in my own, like, because I know I'm like, oh, here comes the the um, grave diggers, and they're gonna have their shovels, and they're gonna scrape them along the ground in the dark, and you're gonna see all all the sparks, and it's gonna be really Arps. cool. So yeah, you know, or the um, the waltzing uh, zombies are really cool too. So there's all these like little. Um, Haunted Mansion. They're all characters from Haunted Mansion, so it's a little Haunted Mansion touch that I always enjoy. Oh, you know what else, which we haven't talked about yet, is for the Not So Scary, there are special PhotoPass pictures. <gasps> yes. So you can take a picture and they'll put in the Headless Horseman. Mm-hmm. Or we took a picture in front of the Haunted Mansion where there's the uh, carriage mm-hmm. and-, and they added in uh, one of the ghosts uh onto the carriage and so driving yep right exactly and so and so those are neat and those are special for the event only Mm -hmm. you cannot get that during the regular day oh that actually was part what was the funniest thing was the constance and was that her butler or her yeah so actually her name her name wasn't constance it was lady colada and and she was a storyteller she was a southern belle and she was a storyteller And she had a butler 
named Graves, who was very themed to Haunted Mansion, and her dress was iridescent. It was beautiful. It was um, great. They were they sat on the hill right in front of the Haunted Mansion, and they talked to the crowd, and they were hilarious. And it was definitely worthwhile to stop and listen to them for a while, because at least the one that we saw while we were there, I could not stop laughing. Well, okay, here's, I couldn't stop laughing. here's something that Disney does extremely well. Which is so, and and this harkens back to when Sherry and I were very young, and and um, they used to have all these clubs where there were comedy clubs, or they were, um, like um, the Adventures Club, which no longer exists, where they would have these actors in costume, and they would just interact with people and do songs, and they were phenomenal. Like, yes, they were so funny, and they, yes. and they were just, it was very improv. So. Yes. You know, everything they, you know, oh, you say your name is Jason, and they'd make some sort of quip about that. And, yeah. um, and it I was think so funny. The I comedy think, warehouse is my favorite. Yeah, I think Disney does that well. And mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, they, they're, you know, when they cut the budget, that's usually the first people they cut. Like, oh, we don't need any equity actors. Get them out of here. And it, sadly, uh, they did that a month ago, and I lost my beloved Muppets. Um, I know, sad. <laughs> so they did a round of firing of people that of entertainers they thought were not so um, entertaining, and Muppets made the cut over at Magic Kingdom. It made me sad. Um, and yeah. there's a couple other things that I'm like, oh. Yeah. But um, there's a picture. Hopefully, they bring them back in the future. If there's enough outcry, maybe they'll bring them back. Yeah. Uh, there's a picture I took, and at one of my favorite moments, and it was a moment of with Sherry, believe it or not, where. We were at um, Disney Hollywood Studios on Sunset Boulevard, and they have this group called Citizens of Hollywood. And they're, you know, they're like directors, you know, they're like 1920s, 30s director costumes, and oh, right. they're, they're, they're characters, right? And they're, yeah. so he's driving around in this little car, and he, he's talking to Sherry about being cast in his new movie he's coming out with. And it was funny. It was so cute. I took several yeah. pictures of it. It was adorable. He wouldn't let me get in his car because he had to save room for his horse, his <laughs> lost horse. He was looking for his horse. Really? Come on. Give me yeah. a ride. <laughs> Just if, kidding. It, but he was it, – stuff like that that I think really yes. makes Disney – I think special. that – Special. Because I don't, I don't remember seeing that – maybe there is stuff like that at that place we don't talk about. Um the you know the other theme parks that are in orlando or you know that are not disney whatever it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah the, those places i don't remember those kind of interactions going on but at disney you find them in, around almost every corner and All they're the they're always special yes um, anyway okay, well i'm really sorry but i, I have know. to go i i know it it's kind of getting um a, i did we've been having so much fun We've almost yes. been talking for like 50 minutes, so it's probably time to to call it a, a, an end a of a, a night. And so you've been listening to The Secrets of Disney on StarQuest Production Network. To find links from this discussion and to uh, find previous episodes and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com backslash Disney. You can also email us. We would love it at disney at sqpn.com com sorry can't talk um or follow starquest on social media at facebook.com backslash starquest media or on twitter at sqpn i'm deborah shaven and i'm sherry tamamoto thank you once again for joining us on the secrets of disney on starquest ta-ta for now 